Yo, half a square and a six shot spin. No, my friend, this ain't no regular bag. I pay 15 bills in LV, two's the dark, I'm making it back. If I'm telling any lies right now, engineer, cut the mic and level the track. I can't get show money through Corona, no problem, I just send in the packs. Half a square and a six shot spin. No, my friend, this ain't no regular bag. I pay 15 bills in LV, two's the dark. In life, some people want a job when they don't have to job. Sometimes life wants to put you over, but you decide, no, nah, I want a job. You know, double entendre, don't ask me how. Just live your life. If you can make it easier, make it easier. Don't make it harder than what it needs to be, because sometimes life is hard. Yeah, so we off that motivational shit. Let's get negative. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get negative right now. No. Uh, welcome to episode. I got it. What a, boy ain't no way. <laughs> that might just be the title as well. I'm, I'm looking up the episode. I feel like we at 44, but I want to make sure. Nah, I think we was past that. Because remember I said one episode was the Trump episode because it was 45. Are we that far along? It might be 47. Let me see. <clears throat> we are at... Uh, Dead air. Yeah, no. Nah, that's what I'm trying not to... Uh, have dead air. So tell a joke if you don't mind. Jobs. Jobs are a joke. They're a scam. We're yeah. at episode 46. All right. All right. So, do you watch Extreme Rules? Yeah. What'd you think? It's cool. Yes. Did you watch Grand Slam? AEW Grand Slam? Yeah. What'd you think? That was fire. Well, the first match was. First match was fire. It was a nice finish, too. Yeah. Uh, extreme Rules was cool. The only thing I realized was, like, nigga, where's the extreme? Well, they had it this past Monday with Damian Priest yeah. and Sheamus. I, I knew that was going to happen. Someone just hit them, like, hey, we only got one Extreme Rules match. And Vince was like, huh? Huh? It was like, all right, just do it on TV. We got a no DQ, whatever match they had. And then you had the cage match. So I'm guessing on Raw or SmackDown, you might have like a last man standing match or something like that. And I was thinking the whole time, why don't they just do that on Extreme Rules instead of having that six-man match? Like, why didn't y'all just make the they cage match then? They weren't thinking because they didn't have a hurt business back in place. You know what's hilarious about that? They had AJ and Omas, and then they realized, yeah, this is good, but Bobby ain't really got no friends. <laughs> he the only he a man without a country. And then it was I, like, ironically, you played friends before we came on air. Yeah. yeah, I don't even like Houdini at all. No, I do like Houdini. I'm just next Friday, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Man, we just came on here to ask some sugar. sugar. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about that. Black people got a lot of sugar in their house, and I was like, damn, he right. <laughs> Like, there, that's no lie. Because I don't think there's ever been a time in my life at my mother's house that they, we have ever been without sugar. I don't think so. Even brown sugar, white any, sugar. Any type of sugar you need. Have, like, what's those? Uh, Splenda. They got it all. They got the packets. Any type of sugar. I was like, what? why? Why? 
Because we eat a lot of uh, sugar products. We do. Also, too, the uh, the Crisco can with all the oil in there when you want to fry. That that is true. That's yeah, true. You got your not healthy. You got your bacon grease teacup. Yeah, all that shit not healthy. You can't just reuse oil. No, but you're gonna die anyway. So, fuck it. It's just like that long-standing reference we go to about the the bombs and yeah, yeah. what happens if they come. Yeah, what are we gonna do about North Korea? We're gonna die, <laughs> right? Ain't nobody meeting death safely. I told you we get negative on this episode. Anyways, back extreme to rules. Extreme right. rules. Sasha's back. Sasha got the shot. You telling me Sasha didn't get the shot? No, I'm, I'm looking for a sound effect. This will work. I don't know. Sasha was off the grid. <laughs> that is the most I've heard of that album. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only song I'll play besides Jesus Lord. Uh, yeah, you right, hear so that, that outside, that backing up, that's them backing up the money for this Saudi show coming up right now. Okay, so let's let's stick with Extreme Rules. Then we'll get to that because that's the new WrestleMania. If people haven't noticed, absolutely. So Extreme Rules, the Triple Threat match with uh, Sheamus, Damian, and Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy was pretty good. I didn't know they added Jeff Hardy to the match. Oh, you didn't know? No. Yeah, last Monday it was, uh, I think, Jeff Hardy versus Damien for a shot at the title. No, uh, Jeff Hardy versus uh, Sheamus for a shot at the title, if I'm not mistaken. Yo, remember when Sheamus tried to take out uh, Jeff Hardy's, like, nose ring or something like that last year? Was that him? No, that was Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took out the gauges in the... With the flyers. Yeah, and I was just... Seamus was the one making fun of him for being an alcoholic in a pandemic where there was nowhere else to go. I was like, yo, this is, this, we got to be careful here. I think at this point, that man don't care. No, Obviously, he don't care. He's sober now. He like, yo, that's the whole thing with people saying, oh, they miss you. They, they aren't booking him properly. It's like, bro, that man, 42 years old, one of the greatest of all time. He's made a lot of money. He keeps making money. I don't think he gives a flying fuck what he does. He's just out here doing stuff. The same way Sting just out here doing stuff. He ain't out here <laughs> fighting for no titles. Right. He's just out here with his son, Darby Allen. Remember when people was mad? Like, yo, they got a 61-year-old Sting. Dog, he's not going to wrestle like that. No. It's physically impossible. I was like, it'll be fine. Trust me. And look, Sting has wrestled like four times since he's been there. Right, and one of them was like a match. That was a um, oh, tell like a uh, a cinematic match. Yeah, like that was his, uh, what? That was the Revolution match. Yeah, earlier this year. Yeah, and I was like, yo, that's gonna be a cinematic match. There's no way this man can do 15 yeah. minutes. And then he showed a double or nothing. He can do 15 minutes still. Yeah, it, it's a light 15 minutes, but yeah, but that's I mean, the young guy should be doing all the work. Like, mm-hmm. he in there with three 30-year-olds. Yeah, the 30-year-olds should probably be doing most of the work. And the crazy thing is, he's 30 years they senior. Yeah. So. When they was born, he was out here in WCW. Yeah. With Rick, with Rick Flair. Or by then, he probably was. No, he was in face paint probably by then. No, he was about to be in face paint. So, yeah. Yeah. 92, 93, he was going against Rick Flair. He was well, like, he had the face paint, but he wasn't the yeah. Crowstein. Remember people used to say he was mid? No, he, he got way better than his uh, former tag partner. Yeah. He actually started caring about the business. There was that, and 
all all I can hear is if you think Sting was mid, then that means you didn't really like WCW. Yeah, because Flair tried to make him the guy, which he was for the most part in the early 90s. Then when the Hollywood Blonde Jabroni came through, that's when all hell broke loose. He was almost the NWO uh, third member, but he said no. Yeah, maybe he saw his future. Because that, that worked out way better. Yeah, that would have been kind of like, horrible. Yo, man, that dude would just be sitting in the rafters. like. And it's a meme that's been... Yeah. Now people have been using yeah. it, and that's Y'all, 26 like, years old or so. Niggas was making fun of him being booked. Like, all you do is sit there. He's like, I'm getting paid to sit here in the that's nosebleeds. Looking like that. But it's... Yo, it's crazy in the past year, especially this year, that meme has been popping up more than ever. Yeah. And that was 26 years ago. Well, that was that was the peak when everybody was watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, that's the meme. That and the meme where he take off the Sting mask and it's still him. That will never not be funny. Right. Because <laughs> that's when he brought out all them dudes that looked like him. They was getting stomped out. That and when the one where he, like, zips down when he looks dead. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Like the Denver Nuggets mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. But, no. Um, back to Extreme Rules. The triple threat was good. None of the matches were really that bad. Even Alexa Bliss was out here putting in work. Yeah, that caught me off guard. She was out here wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. And all I all I thought about that match, I didn't think she was going to win. I was just like, okay, this is a way for when they started uh, foreshadowing that they was going to tear up the dolls. Like, okay, this is a way to get her out of this character. And that's what that's what's being reported by uh, what culture. They said uh, she's taking time off. Yeah, she's about to get married. Okay. So, shout out to her. Yeah, so, I was like, all right. I, I, and and to her husband, never go back to the streets. Love that woman. Cherish her. Treat her well. What my dude, what my dude on Twitter said? You think you want to be out yeah, here. Yeah. You don't want to be out here. You know what's so funny? I probably manifested that up because... For the past two hours, I've said that to a couple people. That's funny how things yeah. work in life. Like, you just brought that up, and we didn't even have any conversation about it. Yeah. But for the past two hours, I've been showing people that, that thread. Yeah. yeah. Love the wife of your youth. Yeah. I said, you think you want to be yeah, out here. here. You know what I mean? Uh, what he said, Mimosas or something? Yeah, Mimosas. These people just listen. this turmeric. Do you know what turmeric is? is? Have you ever been to Tolum? Like, dog, that's the part that took me out. Hey, they are out here pegging. <laughs> dog, they, that's funny that you brought that up. And I literally sent that to two, three people actually in the past two hours. That yeah. is funny. Yeah, no. So, shout out to Alexa. I think her husband is a singer. He yeah. is. Yeah. So. He look like Boy George. Fair. Without the face paint. Come a come a come a chameleon. <laughs> um, no. The funniest thing about that was the crowd chanting "Thank you, Lily." Yeah, that shit had me in hysterics. Like I know Charlotte said, "Like how does it feel that the doll is more over than you?" It's like Charlotte, the doll is more over than you. That's about right. Because what's going on with Charlotte in my eyes, people are like, "All right, bro." Yeah. It's really like, all right, we had enough. I, I could tell it's getting to that point now. It's not even that she's getting heel heat. It's well, just people like, all right, bro. They just have they have the, the Cena thing with her where it's just like, there's got to be someone else. Yeah. There's got to. And we might get to that point 
where we have this revisionist history that we have with Cena, where it's like there really was no one else. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true. There actually was a lot of people that could have did this. Who? When Cena was around? You say Alex Ross. You got to give people a chance. Like, that's the thing. Like, Cena always was always there. So even if you fucked up, like, they gave the belt to Alberto Del Rio. Not a good one. At all. You know who got it back shortly after that? Cena. Cena. I think they put it on Punk, and then Cena got it. Uh, who else was around for that that, that time? Sheamus was around. Yeah. I didn't really like Sheamus, but whatever. They never put it on Wade Barrett, which was a bad decision, especially to, to get Nexus over. But all the people who were firing Nexus ended up becoming fire outside of it. I Come. mean, legend at the bank, David Ortunga. Maybe yeah. you give him a shot. Yeah, the look. He had the look. So did he Slater, though. Yeah, but David Ortega had the WWE look. Even back, like, yeah. for that era, he had the look. But in the 80s and 90s, or more so the 80s, he would have definitely had the look. So oh, no, I think absolutely. this would have at least given him a shot just because of that. Yeah. Ahmad Johnson got booked and was supposed to get put over. Yeah. Shout out to Ron Simmons for that one. <laughs> if you know, you know. Right. Y'all look that up. Um, but nah, yeah, that's really what it is with Charlotte. It's just like, who else? Well, Oscar's out with a yeah. arm injury. It hasn't been reported, but she has been on. No, she been. Yeah, she got her arm. Like I don't know if she got Tommy John surgery or what. Yeah, because the arms is. I'm like, yo, when did that happen? Yeah. Um, she quietly just went to go get surgery. Happy belated birthday to Oscar. Her birthday was on the 26th. Yeah, and then. Yesterday was Wayne's, and today is yours. And so, I think Serena. mine and uh, Will Smith. Or I was think his, Will's was uh, the 26th as well. Okay. Or is it Jeezy? Is Jeezy today? It's Jeezy, and I think uh, Serena Williams is today as well. Let's look up who's the famous birthday. Is this my birthday, by the way, since y'all want to know? It's September 28th. Happy birthday to my brother. Let's see. Uh, I swear Serena is today. Celeb birthday, September 28th. Well, a good company. It's you and just all week. Hillary Duff. That's Hillary Duff. Okay, I'm. I got the same birthday as Lizzie McGuire. That's beautiful. Frankie Jonas, the youngest Jonas brother. Who? All right. Who are these niggas? <laughs> right. Jeezy. Jeezy. Forty four. God I'm damn. About to have a kid. Let's see. Who else? Naomi Watts, the lady from The Ring. Just in case y'all want to know. That's yeah. Once again, Pam Margera. That's I got the same good. birthday as Bam Margera. This is a bad omen. That was bad. That that brought me down. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I don't think he ben was. Ben E. King, Mr. Stand By Me. I can I can live with that. That made me feel better. That made me feel better. St. Vincent. Okay. Xavier Henry. I like his music. Jason Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Jason Jordan is 33. Shout out to him. Let him produce a show by himself. Damn, that's it? Tyler Lockett. I thought Jason was older than that. Look up Serena. I swear Serena is like. In entertainment. Pitch Perfect came out this day. The Game Plan. Great movie. Night School. Ugly Betty. Zoolander. And we just referenced Zoolander. <laughs> it's, I feel like I'm taking crazy pill. No. And it's a 20-year-old movie, too. Star Trek The Next Generation premiere. The greatest Star Trek TV show 
ever. Yes, sir. Unless you really like Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um, That's number two. Yeah. I never liked the original Star Trek. Let's see, what else? This, this just turned into, like, birthday love. No, bro. Hard no limits. I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's it. Look up Serena. I think hers was Jesse. I thought it was today for some reason. Well, shout out to the Libra Gang. The Libra Gang. <laughs> Wrestlers is just one. Oh, Steve Blackman. <laughs> All right. Nah, I'm here with the God. All right. Yeah, nah, nah. That that's a good omen because he yeah. is really beating niggas up for real. Boxers born. Terrence Crawford. Why they got Sugar Ray? <laughs> That's what throw me off. I'm like, Sugar Ray birthday today? I'm like, someone lying. But you say you share the same birthday as Buzz, so that's good. But still, that threw me off. I was like, huh? Yeah. What directors had the same birthday? Who are these niggas? I know so John Sales. I think I know Sam Miller. I don't know Sam Miller. Tennis player is born September 28th. Okay, so hers might have been yesterday. Still, yeah. it's the same week, so that's still pretty good. Yeah. Who? What dictators were born? Activists. I just asked. Francis Willard. Okay. Is there a dictator born? <laughs> I don't want to look that up, though. But, uh, nah. What else was cool on the Extreme Rules show? The Uso Street Profits match was cool. I felt like that could have been an Extreme Rules match, though. Uh, as much as they've been beating each other ass, they could have got an extreme rules stipulation. They could have got a ladder match. They could have got something. So, you might see them do a ladder match on Friday, though. So this is what I'm getting from that, and that that was a good ass match too. I might have to rerun the pay per view again. So this is what I'm getting. Are the street pro- profits? Uh, the profits are going down. Are you talking about breaking them up? Is the smoke going away? Who goes to Raw? Who goes to Smack? Stays on SmackDown. You take Montez to you keep him on SmackDown. If his wife stays on that show, you keep That's him true. on the show. That's true. And obviously, she' about to stay on the show, and we'll get to that as far as the match. But uh, you could move her. I think he should stay. No, I'm, I'm talking about Bianca. Bianca actually would benefit from a move. I don't think you can move her just because like. In some ways, I wish she would have lost so she can go to Raw Mm -hmm. because she could kill it on Raw. Yeah. No, because I was thinking that as well. I was like, all right, because I thought Becky was going to go over clean. But then when we get to the match and I'll talk about it, but in the sense of her going to Raw, I think right now she'll definitely be over. I think she'll be the second, third best thing on Raw besides Bobby Lashley and Big E. But the fact that that happened, it's like, all right, clearly she's staying on SmackDown. And probably Fox probably told Vince, like, weeks in advance or whenever they got he to when a draft is taking place, they're like, are you doing a draft? Oh, yeah. Bianca going to stay, though. You know that, right? Fox yeah. probably told him that personally. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. She that's, stays. That's what I was about to say is the only thing I, could, I got from uh, Extreme Rules 2 is that Fox and USA be talking to Vince, and they sound like they booking the show. Like, nah, nah, nah. That uh, that other side be selling their show on the pay-per-view. Why can't you tell us to come tune in? Because we put up your thing. We selling for Peacock. Mm-hmm. Peacock better sell for us. Yeah, uh, I saw somebody say that on the IG. They was like, 
They said uh, USA and Fox is like, hey, bro, you see what they're doing over there? I think I told you that last week. I was like, okay, Vince knows what's going on in AEW. Because the execs been coming up to him like, hey, bro, all this shit you be doing on pay-per-views and this mid-booking you been doing on Raw, USA told him that. And then, you know what I mean, SmackDown been pretty good. All that, we going to save shit or I might give y'all some shit. No, you're going to get that away because these niggas over there is kind of doing numbers. Yeah. And, and they just giving shit away. And, my nigga, you're going to have some title matches. And these niggas ain't going to fight four weeks in a row. Right. It's going to be some other niggas. Like, Bro, they been switching it up. Like, you saw Roman versus Montez Ford. <laughs> and look how good that match was. Well, see, that's what's making me say, okay, now I think he's about to become a single competitor. Because he had a hell of a match against Roman Reigns. Yeah, and they've been talking him up. I mean, can he be world champion? I think so. Yeah. Because people have been saying that for two years, and it's like he's progressively but getting better. Also, Angelo could be a world champion. Dawkins. He got to switch up the gimmick a lot. Yeah, they got to get rid of them and one. They got to rebrand They got to rebrand the character. I would like to see him in a tag team with Keith Lee. I think he could be a heel. They could be the new men on a mission. <laughs> I was going to say full force. They could be uh, Mabel. <laughs> Ain't my type of hype, girl. <laughs> and kick your fucking ass. <laughs> they got to get Malcolm. They got to get Reginald or Malcolm. Yeah, <laughs> they got to get Bivens. Yeah. That's what we need. We need Keith Lee or we got to get Omas in there. Omas, Keith Lee, and, uh, and Bivens. But they never lose the tag titles. Oh, you want the real nigga agenda. Yeah. Because you know how I feel about Omos. I'm like, oh, no, oh he's going confusing. to SmackDown. You think? He's going to SmackDown. Because he low-key has been, it seems like they booking him like, yo, he can do this by himself. They, how they, things have been going. Because he's yeah. been just like, yo, he's, fuck with AJ saying, that's my man's, but let me just beat somebody up. Well, it's also just the thing of when it comes to him now, like the thing that he has, and this is something WWE has that AEW still doesn't necessarily do yet, which is they have their live shows back. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's benefited. And that's where you see a lot of things like, the Becky Bianca match, I've seen countless clips of people doing the live shows and showing them workshopping certain things. There were certain spots I saw mm-hmm. in that match that I know they've been doing at live shows. Mm-hmm. And that was always the thing that WWE had over every other place, which is they were doing live shows and it was the same talent workshopping their matches that they were going to have yeah. on TV it's like or the pay per view. Yeah. yeah. Just like when you're a professional athlete, you got to have practice. Yeah. That's why I think. You know, the good thing about the pandemic last year and them not having uh, house shows, because obviously it was a pandemic, it still is, but... It's still going on, people. It it just allowed, and I think some people have said this as well with Roman Reigns, like, do you get that character if it's not a pandemic? I don't think so, because you can't really work it out as much as you want. And then he's kind of, he changed his whole style of just working. Yeah. Like, this ain't, he only do about two or three of the same spots he's been doing for years. Yeah. And most of the time it's to go home. So, yeah. or it's the finisher. So, or it's that spear through the barricade. Right. So, but that's fine. Cause that's yeah. fire and it shows his power. Yeah. And but, they, they always find interesting ways to make that work. Yeah. But, um, we'll just catch you out of nowhere and it's the camera angles. Yeah. But, uh, with almost, like you said, him, and I think they did this on purpose. I mean, obviously they did it on purpose, but you don't put, this type of person next to one of the greatest of all time being AJ Styles and then putting the titles on on them without thinking he has something. 
Well, it's the same thing they did with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Dakota Kai was the consummate worker who's really great. I think she's getting called up. More or because she's been on Superstars the past. I think she was just on Superstars this and, past week. Yeah, and then they were just waiting until Raquel figured this out. And once she figured it out. Well, Raquel might get called up, too. I don't, I don't think so, not just yet. I think the people getting called up from NXT, as far as the women, is Raquel. I mean, not Raquel, Dakota. Uh, Frankie should get called up. It's no point to keeping her. She's ready. Well, that's what I was thinking, too, as you were talking. It's like, all right, so if you don't have her go over on Raquel, then you got to call Frankie up because you're right. Like, yo, I haven't seen too many Frankie matches on NXT. You know why? Because she don't need to be here. She don't need to work. Like, she could She went to the Performance Center, and they probably had her there for, like, a week. Like, all right, bro. Like, she – And – She a yeah. vet. Yeah, the character is there. Like, she got the character. Yeah. So, go run it. Like, you can go put that right now on Raw. Raw. Mm-hmm. You could pair her with The Miz – Perfect. She could be Maurice Jr. or something like that. Or put her with her husband. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She with Morrison. And then we can get Miz and Maurice versus Morrison and Frankie Monet. That's the WrestleMania match. Right. Let's do and it. And they probably already alluding to that, obviously, with the breakup. Because I was like, damn, why are they breaking up again? Because I like them. But that's probably what they want to do for yeah. Mania. Because it's like, when she first signed to NXT couple months ago me and you i think i told you that and i think everybody was in agreement like you know she really don't need to be <laughs> in nxt like i think she's pretty known if you want to put her in performance center to teach her how to work the wwe style give her like a, the most a month well how i put this us wrestling fans know who she is the wwe audience for the most part isn't necessarily this this like the main roster. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily always know these people. Like right. they know who AJ Styles was because AJ Styles is one of the biggest names in the history of wrestling. They knew who Shinsuke was because he was one of the biggest names in the history of wrestling. Like you couldn't just throw Bobby Roode out there. No, you couldn't just throw Sami Zayn out there. You couldn't just throw, you know, certain people out there. So Kevin with her, yeah. So with her, not. Just, I think her being on NXT helped people familiarize themselves with her, mm-hmm. and now it's time. Um, I am, I am uh, curious because we've been hearing a lot of rumors. There's rumors that Hit Row might go up, and I was like, I think it's time. I mean, it ain't nothing for them to do. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but your real competition is on the main roster. This is also where it gets interesting. Is WWE on their main roster now open to the idea of groups? Because because you got the bloodline, you got the New Day, you've reemerged the Hurt Business after this week. And you know what we need, right? Yeah, we that's, need that as a Survivor Series. That's the real nigga agenda right there. Yeah. You know, three factions against each other? Yeah. Then at that point, I'm like, this nigga Vince did it again. <laughs> if, he yeah. do, if he do like... That's all right. So let me talk about this before you continue, and I hope you don't lose your train of thought. No. Sorry about that. It's like all right. This is why I don't get caught up in the hype at the moment. Like I fuck with AEW more right now. Yes, but 
you always have to keep in the back of your mind, this nigga Vince still alive. Like, well, anytime you think he, not me and you, because we yeah. know the business, but these people on Twitter that don't know shit about anything, they fail to realize this man has seen it all. Some people have seen it all. It's that, and it's just... WWE, as talented as AEW's roster looks now, WWE is still the most talented roster there is. Like, you had Adam Cole show up, you had Brian Danielson show up. They worked matches, and the same week, in the same week, what I consider the greatest, one of the greatest weeks of televised wrestling mm-hmm. in probably about 20 or so years. Yeah. In the same week that that happened, Roman Reigns worked five matches. Yep. Five quality matches. The price went up, too. Four quality matches, I'm sorry. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That's no. what he told Vince. Yeah. So he worked four quality. That's a, that's clear, that's a clear thing where it's like they're not saying it directly, but they're paying attention. Because if they're saying they're talking about work rates and all this and that, they showed, okay, Roman got it. And funny enough, I was looking at this kind of thing outside, but like they was asking, I remember someone was posting, I think this was Queen K, shout out to her, because she the Omega stand, I know. And she was posting stuff about what Kenny said about the PWI 500. And he's like, I could have been number one. He's like, Osprey could have been number one. Takagi could have been number one. Roman could have been number one. Mm-hmm. He's like, it really don't matter. But then they asked him, was like, who would he, who would he like to face that was on that list? And he was like, Roman. He's like, I want to see who the real champ is. Yeah. Because. Like, because the thing about the Grand Slam that I told my homeboy was a lot of people had to to quiet themselves when they said he was overrated. They had to humble themselves because he got in that ring with Brian Danielson and he was like, oh, Brian Danielson about to just whip him. And he's like, oh, no, this motherfucker is hanging. And at times when Brian Danielson was like, okay, you carry the match. He absolutely carried the match. Yeah. It's... All right, so... Like, you haven't seen him carry, like, work a match like that since he worked with Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, when he don't have to carry a match, when someone is on his level, it's just like when AJ faced Daniel Bryan or when AJ faced Seth Rollins or Roman or someone. You just see a different AJ. Yeah. When you got AJ versus... Matt Riddle, no disrespect to Riddle, not too much disrespect to Riddle. Um, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still good. It's like with NBA players, and then we'll go back to uh, you talking about the draft and the rumors right now. Uh, after I talk about a little bit about the Tribal Chief, and then we'll probably get to that match as well on Extreme Rules. So you hear great NBA players or NBA players – that are offensively inclined, and they say, all right, they circle off games, and they be like, all right, this game on the road, this game, okay, cool, cool, cool. But you, it's one specific game or two throughout the calendar year, maybe more than two, obviously, where you be like, okay, I got to get a good night's rest. We can't go party because this person is about to guard me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when Kobe had to go, I mean, obviously being trained ridiculously – Anyway, depending on – it don't matter who he go against, he going to train and be, you know I mean, him regardless. But I'm pretty sure when he had to be guarded against a Ron Artest, it was like, all right, I got to get some sleep. 
Yeah. Because it's Ron Artest. Yeah. It's other players that felt the same way against Artest. Now, if you Jordan, maybe you just kayfabe and you saying, I didn't really need to go to sleep on with smokes a guard and drink just because you Jordan. Yeah. But every great player has that one player who's like, fuck, I got to really get prepared for it. I got to be ready for this one. So with him saying that about Roman, you still look over there like, damn, that's the dude, even if they say I'm the dude. Just yeah, because you're not you're not ignorant. Like, yo, we know you could be biased, you could be non-biased, you could lie. Hell, even the, the fake Abbies on Twitter when I was on there, and the fake like these stand accounts for AEW, even though even they know that's the guy over there. I will say in response to that too, what you see often too is when people get these jokes off, the WWE fans they put someone, and they put the greater than sign, and they put Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. The WWE fans know that's the dude, too. Because same thing they did with the Young Bucks, like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, we really doing this again with the Young Bucks, the Usos, and the New Day? What's his name? Woods had to go on Twitter and was like, y'all know y'all can just like stuff without hating on the Thank other you. thing. That's what even, me even saying. Though. Even the Bucks was like, yo. People still haven't found a way to say something nice about the tag team they love without saying something bad about us. Right. And it was And I think it's getting to that point now where really? even the talent on both companies like, all right, bro. Like, you kinda bugging if you don't think they nice. Right. Like you could think they dorky, they goofy, whatever. Fine. But this is just like publications and not even publications, this is just fans. Like, bro, y'all making it bigger than what it is. Like, these people over here. They like each other. Yeah, they acknowledging it. Yeah. like Obviously, if the projected greatest in the business today said about the one we know is the greatest in the business today, saying, yo, I want to go against him, they paying attention to each other and they showing homage. Like, bro, we all eating. We all getting money. Yeah. Nobody beefing with each other. There's something you can go look up on Up, Up, Down, Down and WWE. Right now, it's on YouTube. They haven't taken it down. It's the New Day versus the Elite. Yeah. It's when they played Street Fighter versus each other. Mm-hmm. I guess I think we talked about this before. Woods and Omega at the end of every year talk about their favorite video games. Yeah. These like, if you think those dudes are dorks, you'll be surprised to see who those dorks' friends are. Yeah. Cause like, who, buddy? Like y'all over here making this a competition, and they sitting here back watching this and like. So what's your stand saying about me? A word? No. This is what my stand saying about you. It's like, yo. Like, I think I said it about this year. This is the best year in pro wrestling since 06. Like, hands down, if not better. Because it's been throughout this whole year, every month, we get something either new or something fire from somebody. And that's the whole point. It doesn't have to be from one company. And yeah. I can go on YouTube. I got AEW Dark yesterday, today. I got AEW tomorrow. I got, what's on Thursday? Impact, if you choose to watch Impact. I watch it every now and then. But even, they got stars over there. Or people I perceive yeah. to be stars. Shout out to, uh, I don't know if we said it on the air already, but shout out to Kiara Hogan. She signed with AEW. Let's see where this go. Bring Tasha Steele's over there. So I can get the T-shirt. I'm already about to get AEW's T-shirt, but go we, ahead and do we, it. We, we need a, I know they're talking about potentially putting another belt in AEW and it's more than likely going to be the trios title mm-hmm. but we need another women's title yeah 
I, I don't see why not. Just because the women's title is defended every now and then. Well, it was defended last week, but yeah, who knows that's going to happen again. But, I mean, it's being defended now more, more so than before. Yeah, so they've, they've, they've come on stronger with the, title, the thing. I'd like to see a tag team title for them because they actually care about tag team wrestling. Yeah. So. But that's another thing Vince probably seen. Like, shit, they getting it in over there. They got tag teams and factions. We might have to go back to doing yeah, it. Yeah, because remember a few weeks, a month or two ago, when Triple H was on that call and he was like, nah, we're not going to do another all-women's show because we've done that before and that's not equality, this and that. And then all of a sudden, Tuesday, all-women's NXT. Yeah, they told him, Cause, you cause, said that. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say shit. Cause, and they've been, they've been pick, looking at Twitter. They was like, what's the one uh, company that does women's wrestling right? And everybody said NXT. Yeah, because consistently throughout the past couple months, if not a month now, like AEW been kind of going OD in a good way with the women's matches. Yeah, we got Red Velvet out there. We getting Jay Cargill out here. We got Nyla Rose. Them, like, yeah, like. That Battle royal spurned a whole lot of rivalries that I love to see. Like, we might get a triple threat with Thunder Rosa, Jay Cargill, and Nyla Rose. I was like, book it. Yeah. Book it. I will watch it. Make it the main event. Yeah, that works with Jay Cargill because she gets to be around some vets, too. Yeah. Like, that, I think at this point, you know, of course you keep booking her the way you're booking her with the squash matches, but eventually she has to go against, like, some vets to learn how to really, really work. Well, she had a... Uh, a nice little back and forth match a few weeks ago with Layla Hirsch. Yeah. And that was a good person to, to work with because Layla Hirsch, this is the only thing about Layla Hirsch that I think some people feel like holds her back is she is 4'11". And I was like, yo, if that girl was 5'4", she'd be champion. Yeah. But. But, you know what I mean? When I mean by best, I mean the Thunder Roses, the yeah. Rubies and then. Yeah, yeah, Britt Baker and such, so forth. Like, yeah, her being in the ring with Nyla Rose would be great because she'll be in the ring with another powerhouse and she gets to see how a powerhouse works. Because yes. I think the only one she's been in there with is Kylan King, but they squashed her for her. Yeah. But let Jay Cargill be in there with Chris Statlander. Yeah, absolutely. They same height. Of course, they're not the same build. Well, about there, but they the same height. The same height. Nyla Rose is about the, like an inch or two taller or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's really, really cool to see where we're going with the women's wrestling. Um, yeah. yeah. What and, happened with the draft? Unless you had something else you want to talk about. Far oh, the only thing I said, I was talking about the draft. I think we were uh, uh, hit row going up. Yeah, the only thing I said about hit row going up. It makes sense because I think all of them are 30. Yeah. And Vince want under 30 on his show. Like, you got Champa as the champion right now. I, they have, like, Rick Steiner's son has been talked about every time that show comes on. I guarantee you by the next takeover, he's the world champion. He, he don't even need NXT. No. He, I, like I said... <laughs> The NXT 2.0, I'm probably not going to watch tonight. Well, I might watch that uh, Frankie Monet and Raquel Gonzalez match, but I feel like he should get called up like tomorrow. I'm like, bro, this kid is ready. Well, he's ready amongst these group of people. It's a whole other thing to be able to hang with the people up there because you can get lost fast. Yeah, but I bet you he'll do a better job than carrying uh, crosses. Yeah, Karrion Cross was just a victim of bad booking, unfortunately. And his, well, that yeah, and no personality. 
he don't have no personality. And his, I mean, Braun Breaker is a Steiner. There was no way he wasn't going to have personality. Right. I mean, it showed. Yeah. He sound like his uncle. He built like him damn near. Looked like his pop. So it's like that was going to happen one way or another. But with carrying cross, it's like that's showing it. And I mean, <laughs> yo, he been. I want to know how they um, put that match together because him and Jackson Ryder, like, yo, he buried Jackson Riker. Well, Vince got his MAGA hat that he liked. But still, you, I wonder if they was calling spots saying, you know, racial empathies towards each other. Yeah. No. They, what was it? It was like uh, the race war that happened on Twitter with black people and Indian people. Yeah. That was rough. Um, when did that actually happen? It started like on a Saturday. Oh, so this happened before I got suspended. Yes. This has been going on. It just reached certain communities a lot earlier. Like I saw it when it started. And I was like, this is going to be bad. Who started it? It was a black dude. For what reason? Because you told me in a text form earlier. Yeah, so he basically. He's like, what you get suspended for again? Yeah, like I had to put it on Twitter. I was like. My nigga got suspended for saying nigga on Twitter. Like, can them niggas do that? Nigga, I was like, Fat Joe. They said I can't say nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. No, but, um, no, it was someone put up a video of Indian people dancing in the club. And I think it was that song that Jay-Z rapped over. The, that, that. The one that be on TikTok all the time? Yeah. (laughs) And it was a bunch of Indian dudes in there dancing having a good time mm-hmm. showing they joy and a and a black person was like i know it smell musty in there and okay i think i thought what you're saying because dude was like yeah and then dude was going crazy with the and it was, it was just like there was no reason to do this they was just having fun and of course those with uh indian avis and you know hindu avis and all those things like hindu god avis and shit like that <laughs> They went into the full racist lexicon. Like, there was words worse than nigga. Like, y'all don't think there's a word worse than nigga. There's a few of them. There's a book worse than nigga. There's some words that people were saying that haven't heard. Like, it's some words that they was using that slaves would probably was like, damn, I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> the ancestors were definitely yeah, like, like, damn. Like, yo. So they was going into that bag. They was going into that bag. They, and they, what they, did they say? Like you just know it was bad. So like the old white shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like yo. How did they learn that shit? They well, they was colonized for the British by the British for a long time. You right, but still. So it was just that's all I can say is like they, them Brits taught them all those words. (laughs) They got like the Larry Bird turn around jumper type racial. God damn! Did they have Confederate speeches in India? Because like, but so he said that, and then that just. That's true. And is is one thing I've always learned about social media. It is I am not about to sit here and have an insult war with another race, particularly about stereotypes, because all someone gonna do is call you a nigger and they win. Cause you can't just like reach through the computer and fight them. Well see, that's why I've never been interested in like arguing with people on social media. Because I can't find you like I want to. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, I don't know you like this. I'm not about to go back and forth with you like this. No, I can't. I, like, I can't do it. Like, when you went back and forth with Buddy, I was laughing. Oh, that wrestler? Yeah. That was funny. 
I thought you. I was like, I was funny. He was bar setting up. I was laughing. I was funny. Like I wasn't insulting him or anything like that. All I, I did call him a sick Negro because he is a sick Negro. But once I, I looked at his thing and I looked his name up, I was like, oh, he's Jamaican. I was like, I can't do anything with this. No, he's not gonna win. No, you're not gonna beat them. In I'm, I'm not about to beat Delroy. <laughs> it's just upsetting that he a coon. You know what I mean? He let my Jamaicans down. I mean, hey man, you didn't watch Small Axe. I watch Small X. That's all I'm saying. What's that? That's that show on uh, Amazon. It's like like the anthology series about uh, the the Windrush generation. Oh, okay. What's that shit you told me to watch on Showtime, the New York show? Oh, uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors? Yeah, I got to watch that. That shit's funny. I watch BMF. I still got to watch that. I didn't know they had Meech's son playing Meech. Why would he not? Fair. Fair. Shout out to 50. Shout out to Tasha Smith, who directed that episode. Oh, she did that? Yeah. How much yelling was in that? A fair amount. Chicago people don't yell. She wasn't in it. She was just directing. Still, I would think she said, you got to say your lines like this, because she'd be yelling in Tyler Perry shit. Well, that's Tyler Perry shit. I'm about right. I was about to make a Busta Rhymes joke. Please do, because a lot of people have been making Buster Ron jokes lately. No, 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 no. Not just his rapping capability, but, you know. No, yeah, he'd be an anti-masker and such. Which, y'all didn't really think the dude that yells was going to be an anti-masker? Not even that. He, that nigga been telling us the world going to end for 25 years. Yeah, like, he been on conspiracies forever. Right. You didn't think he was going to be on the COVID conspiracy? You thought, like, that nigga still listen to Farrakhan. Yeah. And probably still eat bacon. I know he smokes cigarettes. Which is like, you still sleep with white women. I know it. You dress like that, you definitely sleep with white women. (laughs) A golden leather jacket, definitely. And you're Jamaican, you sleep with white women. All right, we're going too far. But you're right. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, I've said two things about Jamaicans on this. I apologize to all my upright, upstanding, decent Jamaican folk. Except for Josh and Troy from Reggae Boys. Those are my guys. You can, okay. You can talk about them. Okay, I don't know them, so I can't speak. That's all right. Them. They love white women. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so did Ali's homeboy. So did Bundini Brown. <laughs> I'll talk about that beef. <laughs> As you say that, I just think about that goddamn meme I'm always posting. Nah. Now, I can give up the port, but these white women got <laughs> Every time I see Mandy Rose. You, okay, this is also something. I saw Mandy Rose's character in NXT 2.0, mm-hmm. and she got the two women with her. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know their names offhand. I, I, I do. What's their names? <laughs> I thought you knew their names. Uh, fire and none flavor. That's what I call them. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Let's look up the NXT. I just roster. know my son, uh, what's his name, Carmelo Hayes and uh, his homeboy. That where yeah. the brunch outfits was looking at him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Uh, and I seen the women on Twitter get mad. I said, "Yo, this is work. This is a work." It might not be. It is pro wrestling. It might not. Like, did he used to play football? Next question. Okay, so it might not. Oh, uh, was was it? She's with Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. Okay, so I saw the character, right? They got one of them used to be in uh, 
I forgot. I think one of them used to be in not NWA, but another promotion. I'm probably tripping. Maybe it was in Ring of Honor. But yeah. um, but anyways, I saw her with those two girls. She was standing in the middle. She got the dark hair now. Like she got across. yeah, got the mold more pronounced and got the dark lipstick. And she'd be standing there very confidently, while the others stand there in a certain way. And I was like, "Yo, you can't tell me this character ain't a madam." You can't say something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me she ain't out here, Lady Pimpsy. Pimpin ain't dead. These hoes just scared. And he just moved to the web. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, I just saw that character because she wasn't the one that was really going after him like that. Like she walked past him and the other girls talked to him, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, she the ringleader. Right. She the ringleader. She the pimp. Hmm. Mandy Rose is a pimp. That's her new character. So she must have learned from that ass whooping she got from Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. She, she lost her booking. She was like, ooh, 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 ooh. Because Naomi took off the shoes and went at her and Sonya Deville. Yeah. Oh, shit. Long-term booking. Maybe that's where this is coming from. Nah, this ain't from that. They just got Naomi as, like, she's just the black lady in the office that always got to speak up for because no one else want to speak up. That's her gimmick. That's her gimmick right now. And we know she's going to end up with the bloodline. You think? Yeah. A lot of people keep saying that, but hey, man, I hope so, but I ain't going to get my hopes up. I think so. Because how do you book that? If you were to fantasy book that, how do you do it? Like, Robert K. Spears, Sonya Deville, like, yo. You don't need to spear Sonya Deville. The way you do it is simple. It's simple. You want to know how you do it? Please tell me, because I don't know how you book this. You have another tag match with the Street Profits versus the Usos. One last time. And just as the Usos are about to lose, Naomi comes out and protects her husband, costing Montez Ford, whose whose wife is Bianca. So now you got a program built in, Bianca, Naomi. Go. Or, or, the other way you could do this, because I'm thinking just like the way people's relationships are tied in. Yeah, and also because people want to see Bianca versus Naomi as well. People want to see Bianca versus Naomi. But the other way you could do this, you have someone in the bloodline, maybe Roman versus Seth Rollins. Maybe that's the match at Survivor Series. Maybe that's the match at what? TLC? Yeah, but they keep thinking about WrestleMania. Roman versus Seth at WrestleMania will be good. And let's say there. The Usos. Seth takes out the Usos. Because the only person smarter than Roman is Seth. The only person more calculated, more devious, more... Um... How do you say conniving and cerebral is Seth. You've seen the character for the past year. What he did with Rey Mysterio. What he did to Edge. What he did to Cesaro. Mm -hmm. So he takes out the Usos. He takes out Heyman. It's just Roman versus Seth. Just when Roman's about to win or lose, Naomi comes out. Roman didn't plan that. But Seth didn't account for it. 
That's how you get her in the bloodline. But Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. The thing I'm worried about with this Naomi Sonya thing is I really hope this isn't a way to get Sonya back into wrestling and this is more for her than Naomi. It is. Because it just don't... Because if you get her into the bloodline from this, it's like either Sonya is going to have a metaphorical come to Jesus moment with Paul Heyman. Like, you know what I mean? Some type of meeting. That's the only way I can see that happen. It's the same thing with like Roman Reigns just popped up with Paul Heyman with just steel fire. And I still remember like yesterday because that's the same time we found out that Shadow yeah. passed, which is still crazy. How that all happened within a ten minute time span. Yeah. That but, was wild. That was a wild day. Bruh. Because it went from that to so, Shadwick passed away. It was huh? like yo to yo. <laughs> like what? He got sick? When, nigga? How? Like, bro. So, from that to that, that that's the only way I could think of. But, yeah. let's just say this. If Sonya definitely, I mean, not Sonya, but if Naomi goes into the bloodline, yeah, Fox has been making a lot of phone calls. Like, my nigga, they over there getting it in. They, they over there doing work. What you going to do, Vince? There's a whole lot of gang shit going on over there. <laughs> like, literally, if that happens, Fox made a phone call. The executive's yeah. like, yo, we gave you a bill. You you better put this shit together. Yeah. Like, ASAP. Like, nobody tells me otherwise. The execs had meetings. Like, Vince probably was like, all right, nigga, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just do it. All right, here, damn. Y'all yeah. need to take this. Because I'm tired of getting these phone calls. Because had he not get a metaphorical fire lit under his ass, we would probably be getting Seamus versus Jeff Hardy every week or something. Nigga. It'd be Sheamus versus Drew. Yeah. Still. For the title. Because it's like, y'all niggas gonna watch. And if y'all don't watch, I got my money. That's yeah. how Vince is thinking, like, which well, my, I ain't mad at it. My, my brother, my older brother made a great point, and I never thought about it this way. But he was just like, when it comes to WWE, it becomes very dangerous for them when the quality of the product doesn't affect the revenue. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how bad things get because as bad as Raw was for months Mm -hmm. AEW has still not done a better number than what Raw's worst numbers were Right. so even then they're still doing fairly well for this show the quality is not good but people are watching people are watching the Hulu short like the reruns they're YouTubing they're watching the YouTube segments they're doing all these things and those things can skew the quality of the product. Like, for people who enjoy it, I don't really have a problem with them. But for everyone who was saying, like, yeah, Raw is absolutely bad, go look at the bottom line. Like, like what is the num- the difference in numbers between Big E and Lashley being champion? Let's look at Raw ratings this week. Shout out to Lashley, bro. He yeah. did a hell of a job being champion. I like that some people have said it. Other people were like, yo. But, I mean, I understand why people celebrate Big E having a title over Lashley. But you can't, not you specifically, but people can't just be like undermine what Bobby Lashley did. Bobby Lashley was the longest reigning WWE champion in history. Like, for the WWE title. Which is crazy. Yeah. And the shit was not boring. No. He just, like, y'all want to see niggas just getting beat up? 
That's what he was doing. Yeah. He was booked just the, the same way Lesnar was. And that's what we wanted. Well, he keep asking for the fade, which is crazy. Like, he keeps saying, yo, where is Lesnar at? I think eventually we'll get it. He just got it, man. Listen, I just hope that man doesn't get CTE because Goldberg, we're going to talk about Crown Jewel next week, which is the new WrestleMania. Do we have to? Yeah, because it's the new WrestleMania. You're right. Like, you ready for Mansoor to go over as tag team champion with Ali? Let me say something. What Vince said with Paul Rosenberg in that video, it's all about the money. Yeah. Like, niggas don't – I hope these people understand how some people say yeah. shit. They think it's a work. You saw the Million Dollar Man. Like, Do you know who the Million Dollar Man was supposed to be? Him. Vince. At that point, he was a million. Now Everybody a million. has a price. Like, nigga, like, I think people don't understand when Vince say this shit. Like, yo, like when Paul was asking him around the Obama administration when he was running for office, he was like, yo, who you going to vote for? And Vince was like, he straight up said, man, who, who got the money? Same thing with his uh, wife being in the cabinet with Trump. This nigga got the money. I'm going on that side. Vince yeah. is a capitalist. Yeah, he is. I told my homeboy because he was like, you know, Vince is. I was like, nah, Vince ain't that hard to read. He is just, you're right. He's just a, he's just a pure capitalist. Wherever the money is, that's the way he will follow. If the money, USA and Fox are telling him to do this, he's going to do that. Right. Because they could take the bag away yeah. if they want to. Yeah. Like, nigga, we could just pull out the deal. And what happens when they told him to go this way? And he's like, oh, okay, I want to go this way. The writing creative team is like, okay, this is the way we've been wanting to go. Right. Now, all of a sudden, they look rejuvenating this and that. It's like, nah, this is what we've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, you leave Vince up to his own devices. The good thing about Vince is he's a wrestling genius yeah. when it comes to booking. The bad thing about Vince is he's a wrestling genius. Right. He's done everything. So he just be – it's – the way I describe certain rappers when they get old and they just music it. Kind of, because it's the same thing with yeah, I'm it's a just, billionaire, so it's kind of like. It's that, and they just be doing abstracts. It's like the kung fu movies where the, the old kung fu master is in the mountains doing the strange kung fu <laughs> that don't work in fights. Yeah. Like, theoretically it works, but it hasn't been perfected because not everybody can do this yet. Mm-hmm. Or they to the point where they don't fight at all because they kung fu is so good now they can just, like, look at a, some bricks and break it with their mind. Some shit like that. That's where Vince is as a booker. Like, he's like, that's why he'd be rewriting shows hours before. Because he's just like in his head, he's like, I know how to do this. I know how to this and that. The problem is not everybody else can keep up with that. Yeah. So now you just got like, oh, I don't understand. You can see it out there in the production and the show sometimes. Sometimes they don't, wrestlers don't really understand what they're doing, this and that. And a lot of times Vince be like, it won't matter. Don't worry. Because when we get to the to the pay-per-view, we're going to, we're going to do this right. And you get to the pay-per-view, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was banging. And then Vince, then the networks is like, all right, nigga. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, look, I'm going to tell you one time, Vince. You're going to start putting some goddamn championship matches on this show. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to change the titles. ain't got to change hands. We don't really need all of that too much. But you're going to start putting some damn title matches on here. And I'm not about to see... Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the 17th time. I'm not about to see Seth Rollins versus Cesaro for the 17th time. Okay? If I got to see Dolph Ziggler fight Rey Mysterio one more goddamn time. And look, we don't even need to see Seth wrestle. That's what's been going on the past two weeks. Yeah. 
He's been cutting promos in nasty ass suits. They're like, yeah, we don't need to see this nigga right now. No. Like, his wife back? Let him go be a father. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they just swap. Yeah. He just sitting at home. He looked like Omar Epps at the end of Love and Basketball with the daughter just at the W. Let's, let's go, Sanaa. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Like, yo, Becky and then was like, yo, it's time for you. Yeah. You seen the pop I got? You wasn't popping like that. At all. Was you on the show? Was he on the show? Yeah, he was on the show. He was versus Seth. I mean, Edge. That match was oh, good. Oh, you talking about SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Extreme Rules. No, she was like, go home. Yeah, they don't, they don't need you today. Right. That's literally what it's probably about to be. Like, yeah. you show up every now and then, but you got to go right back on the plane. Yeah. Show. I'm going to tell you who getting that energy where it's like, oh, you might be out of here soon. The God. Kevin Owens. Oh, no, he's done. Yeah. He, he already... When he did that hint, what was that, about two weeks ago? I think that's when I was on my the way Mount to Rushmore record. Hint? Yeah, I said it's over. Yeah, that, like the last time I was on my way to record here, yeah, I was like, okay, it's over. Because yeah. the thing is, he wasn't scared to delete it. It's just one of those things where he probably was like, catch it now. Yeah. Because I'm going to delete it, but somebody's going to take it anyway. But I just want to let y'all know real quick, the people that see it, what's about that? Oh, he's fucking gone. Like, you could just tell. Like, certain I'm just the type of person where I can just tell when stuff about to come to the end. It just maybe it's a sixth sense I got. I don't yeah. know, but I can just tell. Like, because he was like, "Bro, I ain't trying to go to Saudi Arabia no more. I ain't trying to go here or there to just do this." Like, my nigga, I want to wrestle. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with it. It's the same thing with Daniel Bryan said and Adam Cole. Like, no, I was man. Yeah, but with Adam Cole, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels is a good mentor. I just, you know, I mean, I ain't hear. He even said I ain't hear shit about no booking me being a manager with Keith Lee. Yeah, that's true. He's like, no, I, I fucked with it over there. I just wanted to go over here. Yeah, not a problem. Daniel Bryan, man, hey, people don't appreciate Vince. People, say, it's people that say that, and then these stupid ass fans still be like, no, but they did you like, nigga. It's because they, they fave. It's because they fave got fired, and they faves like, look. It's like the thing I always say is like, look, some people gonna have some bad. There's a whole lot of people that have bad experiences with Vince. You just gonna have to hear some of them. Like, I think people always the person that people that rubs people always the wrong way with this is Carl Anderson. <laughs> and as far as like that dude, I was like, yo, man, that dude was was on that Saudi Arabia playing back. That dude was that dude talked about how the one of the re- ways they got him to sign, resign was to like oh look you got a lot of kids yeah and you keep first of all he being racist my high Asian wife but you know he a white dude so he can get away with it yeah she also demoralized you on IG and you just kind of kept pushing my nigga you, you ain't one of the good brothers no more no nah. you ain't part of the elite something nah, like that Adam Cole don't recognize you. Yeah, no, I not, definitely. Like, he said, "Not my elite, <laughs> right?" Like, nigga, nah, you can't roll with me. Nah, if something like that, Carl Anderson better than me. You like my nigga? But Carl Anderson, he's like, "Yo, they did me dirty. Why am I ever say anything nice about them?" And I was like, "Fair," because they killed you. They they let you go in the pandemic where they knew they was gonna make record numbers and bragging about re- making record numbers. And right after making record numbers, they started releasing people again. And then there was that one time where Vince was like, oh, I don't think AEW is competition. Maybe I should let some more of my wrestlers go and give them some more people. And then he did it. Somebody said on Twitter when I had one uh, a while ago, they said, yo, does Vince hate white people? 
No. Vince loves money. Well, that's a tricky question because white people don't like white people. That and because he started realizing these niggas is making me money. He literally probably said these niggas is making me money. And it's something I think I've told you. And I think I told my homeboy. This is why I don't do the the debates going on. It's like wrestling cannot sustain itself by a bunch of steroid using people anymore. So whatever HGH is used to make yourself like big, bulky, and like lumbering, that's not what people want to see in wrestling anymore. Even the what we call the incels and the people that don't smell good, like it's more athletic wrestling. The future of wrestling is more athletic. Period. It's going to rely on athleticism. It's going to rely on nimbleism. It's going or nimble uh, feet, nimble movements in the ring. You're going to have to be able to move and work and run. You can't be these lumbering people that stand around. Look at Omas. Look at Hobbs. Look at Drew McIntyre. Look at Priest. Look at Corbin. All of these dudes are tall as shit. And they all can move around the ring. They can jump a little. They can run. They, they're light on their feet. They, can, they have some spring to their step. Like, we always make fun of Drew McIntyre being boring. And then go look at how athletic that dude is in the ring. If athleticism is going to be the future of the sport, naturally, black people are going to be more prevalent in the sport because black people are in are dominant in the, the sports that require the most athleticism. Basketball, football. You got Simone Biles over there in um, gymnastics. You got my the dude Gable Stevenson. Him and his brother Santi. Yeah, who. We'll see what happens with that case if it ever gets brought up against him again. That's why we ain't seen him yet. Yeah. There, there's, I know he in the performance center, but how they marketed him from SummerSlam and Vince giving that white man yeah. handshake and but, Triple H and him talking about he signed. If he didn't have this case going on and everything was good, nigga, he would be on NXT 2.0 right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let y'all know. Our truth was the start. That, like, when people when he was K quick and this and that, and you saw the athleticism then everybody in wrestling should have saw him and been like, that's the future of wrestling. Yep. Because then what comes after him? Kofi comes after him and it's not as long of a gap. Like you can even go back further to two cold Scorpio. Mm -hmm. He was a bigger dude, but still, and then you get Kofi Kingston. And they was trying to put over two cold in the E, but it was just like, Oh, this, this nigga's a nigga. Yeah. At a time. Like now if he was in the E, of course he'll have to be toned down a little bit as far as his personality and being a nigga, but I think it'll work better now. Yeah. But then go look what happened shortly after K Quick. Because he came around in what, the late nineties? Uh two thousand, two thousand one. Two thousand one. By the end of the two thousands, Kofi Kingston is here. What's on the indie scene? Keith Lee, Montez Ford. All these other athletic dudes, like Shane Strickland, who we now know as uh, Swerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was out there? Fucking um, Jay Lethal, Kenny King. Shit, you see Shane Taylor Promotions, all three of them niggas. I've seen them in person. They can move. They can move. Shane Taylor. Fucking. Um, what you said about Shane Taylor going to AEW? What about him? You think they might go to AEW? Is Tony Khan fuck around and see that he want this trios title money? 
He'll do it. And they still could work ROH too if they do that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they can. Yeah. But um you just see that. And even like uh within the white dudes, you see more athleticism. You see guys like AJ show up. You see guys like Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, CM Punk, mm. Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam. Like you're starting to see more athleticism. You already had it always in the luchadors. You all of a sudden when that when the indie wrestling scene blew up on athleticism, then all of a sudden, all those dudes who were just looked at as like little sideshow acts in WCW, they was making money over there. Mm-hmm. Then you get Ray Phoenix, you get Penta, you get fucking the Young Bucks, you get Ricochet, you get Osprey, you get who else is coming up? Alistair Black was Alistair Black, Keith Lee. Yeah. Lashley is athletic. Mm-hmm. The way, like he can't jump or nothing, but the movement and as nimble as that dude is. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that nigga was jumping. Everybody yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah, if he could jump the way Drew jumped, that man would be champion as longer than Roman. Yeah. But athletic, like Roman, another example of athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like yo, you see Lance Archer hitting backflips and moonsaults sometimes. Brian Cage can do it. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing athleticism be the main focal point in wrestling because, hey, man, these feats of strength, it's not too many people that can naturally pick someone up and put them above their head in a military press. Right. A lot of those people probably need roids. Right. Because cause just because you're 6'4", 240 pounds, don't mean you're just a world lifter like right. that. And in the case of uh, Bianca, who doesn't do any of that, it just... That's once in a lifetime genetics or once every generation life genetics. Yeah. That's but, why people just like, yo, this is different. Yeah. And even then. And then it looked like that. Looked like a woman, but you. But she also did the hurdles. She yeah. used to do the hurdles. Like, the athleticism is crazy when you hear, like, a lot of these people's past. Reginald used to work Cirque du Soleil. Like, his mentor is Ricochet. You you can't tell me that if that dude. And that match is fire yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> they was, was just flipping. They, right. Yeah. Osprey was at home. like, it should have been me. Right. That's my whole flow, bar for bar. Nigga, that shit was crazy. I was like, this is like the hood kids. Yeah. They be jumping on mattresses and got yeah. you know, When they the get walls. kicked out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just be on the outside just doing flips. And the security guard like, eh, let them Remember that uh, Big Smoke video? Yeah. That's all I thought about yesterday. <laughs> New money, new money, new problems. <laughs> nah, but it's um, that's that's where wrestling is going, and like I said, because athleticism, because feats of of strength and dexterity, and you know, just ability to leap, is going to be there. There's always going to be a place for black people. There's going to be a place for black people to come on more, mm-hmm. but you know. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. No, no, no. It's I understand exactly what you mean. It's just, you know, I think that's why they're trying to redo 2.0. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, you know, maybe I'm talking about it prematurely. I'm not feeling it right now. But it's let's get everybody in and see where this goes. I'm waiting for the Fatu brother to get in. And then I'll probably start watching. And the other thing is we, for the conversations and the detriments people, certain people have about AEW. Biggest stars in NXT right now are white dudes. So you're telling me if the president's black now, oh, 
AEW, NXT shows that the future might be white again very, very soon, especially if Vince wants to go back to six foot, 220 pound dudes. Right, which he said he didn't want to go through, but, you know. Uh, yeah, that's that's where it is. And it's like, you know, let's just wait out and see. But, you know, yeah. ultimately, in a professional wrestling sense, it'll be more so for white dudes. But now we've seen in this past year, it's more catered towards people that look like me and you. To some degree. Yeah, exactly. That, that's just how it is. It's not like the other major sports. You feel me? It's just... Yeah. It's pro wrestling, so... Because everybody... All right, I ain't going to tiptoe it around no more. I don't like that nigga from Forbes. Whatever his name is, that's always talking about AEW being white. He got... I forget his name. He always sitting here talking about something. What do you look like? Because I don't know these weirdo ass niggas. I blocked him, but... I think I blocked him as well before they got my account. You talking about the light-skinned nigga? Nah, it's a dark-skinned dude. The dark-skinned dude that stay... It just made his name... He writes for Forbes, and he's the one that basically brought this, like, AEW is all white, and WWE is, like, it made WWE just seem like it's just Nigga Fest 2.0. Nigga, all right, so. Look. But some, and I just, it was just the thing that became funny was, nigga, you work for Forbes. Bruh. And you talking about something that's too white. Nobody cares about diversity at Forbes. They just want the bottom line. If you was really down the way you say you you was. Ain't nobody hating on you for making money, but you just really shilling for WWE right now. And they didn't even ask you to do that. Vince don't ask nobody to shill for him. Cause he don't need it. Like No. we it's just it's the whole thing. With or without you, we gonna be straight. Like yeah. it. Like I think even if they didn't have no niggas on there. You still gonna watch? Yeah. Cause it's WWE. It's like, yo, like... It's the most talented roster. It's the best produced product. We was watching the Attitude Era. They had about four niggas on there. Yeah. And what were the they? Entire roster. Militants. Like, nigga. We had maybe six, seven niggas tops doing it on the whole entire roster. We had Mark Henry. We had The Rock. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown. The Godfather. Ron Simmons. Godfather. Nigga, before Ma Johnson left. And Viscera. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. That's really it. Nigga, I think that was The Rock. We said The Rock, right? Yeah. That was really it. That was it? Yeah. If I really think about it. Like, there was probably someone else, but... No, I think that was it. Ain't that a bitch? There was only eight niggas on the roster. I had to really think about this shit. But y'all niggas was going up for Stoko, who they said. Allegedly. But that, yeah, I don't even give them, like, fight on that. Like, do I want to see more black people in wrestling? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I want to see more black people in AEW? Absolutely. You see who I big up in AEW all the time. Mm. It's Hobbs, Starks, Cargill. Mm. That don't mean Kenny ain't cold. That don't mean Darby. Nigga's still trying to figure out if Stark's black. He had to say, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. I'm from New Orleans. What you think? The, that was the funniest shit when I saw that. I was like, this nigga made me a bigger fan than I was already. He said, you dumb motherfucker. Or he said something about somebody's mama. See, your mama is. He says he said a New Orleans response. Yeah. Basically. And I should have let you know right there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because uh, you already know the family at BRP. They, they said in a joking matter. They said they had to ask him, was you black? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, but they joking with him like, nigga, is you black? Cause some, 
some people you do have to be like, hmm. After Rachel Dolezal, everyone's just like, hmm. But once again, people. Is it's, this a hair treatment? It's stupid motherfuckers. But. That just don't know what Creole people are. Like, bro. Yeah, but nah. The main reason I, I stay out of that conversation, and I really hate that I did this. I just, I'm. Whatever. No, but you. Yeah. We the, talked about it, and it's just like, yeah. bro, y'all can't. You just want mascots. That's what you want. That's what you're saying you want. When you say you want white people to love you and you want to be represented on a white sh- by show owned by white people, you want mascots. Right. Like. That's what I kind of left Brandy Rose alone. I feel like she don't need to talk all the time. She don't, but even then, she was right. Right. Because she said, y'all don't really go up for black people like that. And everybody got on her head. Then a nigga put out a list with 500 black wrestlers and everybody wanted to. Goofy. Yeah, a lot of people just wanted to be like, so how did you come up with this list? Nigga, nigga, how many people put out 500 black wrestlers at once on one list for you to see at one given time? Nigga, and this is what I said, not just about his goofy-ass list that he stole. It's like, nigga, even with PWI with 500 wrestlers, it's like, nigga, how do y'all know 500 wrestlers? From this past year, let alone throughout the whole... But even then, that wasn't even my issue. He put 500 names out there. When everyone was talking about representation and all this stuff, he put out 500 names, and people just moved the conversation off the 500 names to something else. I don't care. Yeah, like, for people who had issues with the list, whatever. I don't know him. I don't this and that. But it's 500 names. That's really all I was like. And it just became about something else. And I was like... That's why I was like, this ain't about this. And the main reason it was the big issue everyone has because the number one person wasn't a WWE person. It was, it was Yeah. It wasn't a WWE person. It wasn't an AEW person. I don't care about none of that shit. Like I said, we talked about lists before. Lists are not – the way I look at lists, lists are a nice barometer to know who's out there. Right. Exactly. 500 people. Okay, that person might be working a bingo bar one time, this and that. It's 500 names. You got 500 names. You go find somebody. That way, when people say, oh, well, we don't know, that guy, that guy gave you 500 names. Yeah, the first 50 might be on WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, PWG. The next 70, 100, whatever, they need some work. Go work them. Have Japan call. Have Europe call. Have Mexico call. Have Canada call. Mm-hmm. Have the South call. Booker T's reality of wrestling. Have him call. Mm-hmm. House of Glory. Have him. Call, have them call. Let them do some dark matches on AEW. Let them do some some job matches at live shows for WWE. Let them job out for someone at a local thing. You had the list. How, where, if you don't like to do whatever, whatever, that's another topic. Five hundred names. Nobody currently put out a list with five hundred names. And then the conversation became about criteria. We were just talking about representation here. And now then it's like, now we want to be intricate. Then someone else asked, okay, in response to Brandy, in response to this, why don't y'all put out, why don't y'all big up more people on who are not on the big three that we consider, or big four that we consider, which is WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor. And a few people was just like, well, we do, but we're not that big. Then why are you talking about someone else's list? Because they're not that big either then. 
Everybody pull together and figure this shit out. Because if you're sitting over here fighting about this, fighting about that, saying AEW so white, this and that, you're disrespecting the black wrestlers over there. Right. Like. Because they still get shot. Like, nigga, no matter what type of shine you get, as long as that motherfucker light on you. Yeah. Like, they, they, in the past couple of weeks, I give them that. They've had black wrestlers on there. Have they been going over? No. But, nigga, we talked about three, we talked about eight niggas that was in the Attitude Era. Half of them didn't go over, nigga. They gave D-Lo Brown the European title and the Intercontinental title at once. And after that, he was kind of just nobody with the Godfather as the assistant pimp. Yeah. He just got the car. Right. <laughs> you ain't even no real pimp. You assistant pimp. Like, yeah. Motherfucking, you, they chose Hobbs over Cage. Because they looked at Cage, they looked at Hobbs, and they was like, Hobbs. Hobbs is going to face CM Punk. You're right. And CM Punk probably has some say-so in it. Yeah, he was like, they probably looked at Punk like, you want to do Hobbs or Cage? And he, CM Punk, you got to remember, CM Punk was out here just like, yeah, Hogan might be the greatest, but he's a racist piece of shit. You don't think CM Punk seen Brian Cage tweets and what him liking? Exactly. He's he probably like, nah, I'm going to fight Hobbs. That, he's probably a safer worker. He's younger. Yeah. He ain't on that, that juice. He'll like listen. Cage. Yeah. He'll listen. And even then, Look, man, you just got Hobbs, the biggest fight of his his life. Listen right. to that. Like, y'all used to throw people at Brock and say, oh, just being in the ring with Brock was the thing, was the real win. And so To a certain degree, they used to complain about that. Like, he wins all the time. Motherfucker, do you see him? He's supposed to just lose? Who gonna beat Nigga, you can't beat him. It's Brock Lesnar. In a match... Or in the shoot, you can't beat him. So what you gonna do? No, do you got hands standing up? Because <laughs> if you ain't got hands standing up, you're not winning. And even then, it ain't gonna work. No, that'll work. We've seen people. I know, but them UFC fighters. Yeah. A regular Joe Schmo off the street just can't run a fade with this nigga. No. You gonna have what Jim Cornette said? Ain't nobody gonna fight you, motherfucker. They gonna shoot you. Yeah. Motherfuckers got guns. Like, bro, that's the only way. So it's like they could play in. We heard the story when Kurt Angle talked about Eddie Guerrero tried to fight him in like a wrestling style fight. And Kurt Angle, like right when Kurt when he did it, Kurt Angle was like, Is he serious? <laughs> Before he even started to fight back, he's like, Is he really serious? I <laughs> think <laughs> Chris Jericho tried to run a fade. He tried to run a fade with Brock, Goldberg, all these That's dudes. how I know he was off the shit. It's like, bro, that's that's two people, my nigga. Yeah, you just you just don't care. And I've stood side by side with Chris Jericho, and I was 16 at that point, and I was hard to him, all right? The other thing about Jericho that I find fascinating is MJF was calling him fat in a few promos. He lost that, that nigga hit the gym. <laughs> I thought it was just me that, that nigga was saying. I was like, yo, I told somebody that last week. I was like, yo, this nigga lose weight. That nigga started eating clean. Because <laughs> he had to see his comments on Twitter and Instagram. It wasn't just niggas heating them up. White, everybody was heating this Yeah, it was up. like. Your fat ass out the ring. He was just like, damn. The one that probably hit him the most is when they tried to compare him to Triple H and No Mercy. It was like, oh man, that nigga probably said nah, because he hate WWE for some reason. Nah, he don't even hate them. He just be talking shit. He talk about how him and Vince have a great relationship. But you know, he hate the company. You don't hate the company. He just a shit talker. Nigga, you can't talk shit if y'all fucking with each other. Yes, you can. Nah, not you like talk that. shit to your friends all the time. Is they friends? Yes. I bet you Vince probably won't pick up the phone for that nigga right now. I'm, even though he was at the little. He just had him on the. Yeah. So he don't care. 
what Stone Cold said. He gave him the thumbs up emoji. Stone Cold said that. Yeah. Because he don't probably really want to talk to Chris Jericho. Like, man, if that nigga called me, I might hit him back. I ain't going to pick up 3 a.m. when I'm at the gym. He might. Not for Chris Jericho. He what, might. What you going to talk about right now if you Vince? What are you talking about with anybody? Not the same conversation he can have with others compared to fucking Chris Jericho. What are you going to... How's everything going over there, Vince? Nigga, we eating. What y'all up to? We eating, too. Okay, cool. Click. Nah, they might just talk a little shit. Because I remember, what's it called? Kofi told the story where he's like, he was on the plane with Vince, and Jericho was there, too. And Vince looked at Kofi and was like, you'll never be champion. And Kofi just kind of laughed it off, like, whatever, man, I'm doing my thing. And Jericho told him, nah, you got to go start some shit with him. Because he's like, if you, Vince don't like nobody who just back down to him. And numerous people have said that. Yeah. And Kofi went back on the plane, started arguing with Vince. I think Kofi won the U.S. title like a week or two later. <laughs> Literally, who else said that? They said so when, Vince is weird in that way. Like, if you punch him, I think Kurt might have said that. Somebody said, like, if you punch him, you're the best of friends. Yeah. But if you just kind of, like, don't say nothing to him. So when you think. They be talking shit about Vince. Vince be like, oh, they really like me. Yeah, that's just how his mind is. Like, Randy Orton said it on the Smoking Skull sessions. He was like, yo, if you go by every week, like, yo, boss, I got an idea, he might shrug you off. You come by next week, he might be like, I got something for you. Yeah. Or he'll just, you pitch something to him, like, I'll think about it. Come back. He just, you got to be in his face. Carrying <laughs> clan crosses. You better figure out something real quick. It's about to start getting scary for you. Just because you went over Jackson Ryder on the show where two niggas that's about to go in the Hall of Fame had a fire-ass match. The irony. Was that planned? Yes. Because okay. some of the greats think 20 times ahead before you do. All I'm going to say with Karrion Cross is UPS hiring, man. Him and nigga, it's, it's bad for Jackson Ryder. It's over. Yeah, he ain't over. been on TV in a minute. Just, then when he get on TV, he's just job. And the networks is like, nah, we can't have him out here. If we have him out here, we going to look racist. If you look racist, we look racist. And we ain't trying to look racist because we didn't told all these black people, all these people of color, that we stand with them. We said we we said Black Lives Matter. We against Asian hate. We celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Jackson Riker didn't made, made fun of all three of them in two tweets. It's like it was medium mega versus... Overcooked MAGA. That's what that was. Yeah. You can deal with the medium MAGA with carrying across because it's like you seen it, but you ain't seen and it. And people still like him. Like Shasi Blackheart, Scarlet Bordeaux, they, people fuck with him. Right. Um, so it's like he MAGA, but I guess he just ain't an asshole. Yeah. With, you it's are sim- an asshole, it's, but it's just like it's similar, we can have a conversation. It's similar to how people felt about Braun. They knew what Braun was, but people could talk to him. Right. If I could have a conversation with you, even though I don't believe in your political beliefs yeah. not us but them they like all right i can fuck with you i think with jackson Riker, it's just like nah my nigga you fucked up when you said that shit last year and your man's got you got your man's fired like whoever's the locker room leader in raw it's like yo you got your man's fired. you got you didn't even get the black people saying fuck you you got kevin owens saying fuck you right he's <laughs> i'll never forget that kevin bro. owens was like nah nah i got this right <laughs> That was, I got to follow that tweet. That was beautiful. He said, you ain't shit, bro. Yeah, it was like, niggas was just looking like Sponge. Like, I know the niggas like ready to heat him up. Was that Kevin Steen? Bruh. Was that Steen? He said, you ain't shit, bro. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. 
But the fact that his man said, yo, I ain't got nothing to do with that and got fired. Both of their mans said, like, yo, that, that ain't us, man. And they got fired. Bruh, I got to see you. Yeah. Like, like, my nigga, I got to see you. Hey, it was just a gimmick. Because they ain't even working now. No. Well, one of them is over there with EC3, so I don't know how much of a shoot it was with that thing. But, I mean. I mean, EC3, I mean, I ain't saying, like, come over here, you advice to the barbecue. I don't do that shit. You know, all white people is under review to me. But he did say Black Lives Matter, EC3. Well, that shit got safe to say at that. Like, like I'm I ain't, saying, I know. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't disrespecting anybody. Because Hangman said it, but nigga, your name is Hangman. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But like I said, that that one gets a little trickier with me. Exactly. But, no, I'm with you on that because it's like, nigga, just because you saying it, don't. that's the cool thing to say. Like when y'all was on yeah. IG blacking out your photo. Yeah, because like, I remember, cool, I remember man, seeing the right. thing, like the support went up right after George Floyd and right when Autumn came, like right after that Earth, Wind & Fire song went off, you know, people was right back to the same level it was before where it was like, oh, you actually, you know what? We back to All Lives Matter. Nigga, how'd you switch back? That's everybody. How, how? How'd that happen? Once again, I'm not defending them, them them crackers, but I'm just saying, that was everybody. Yeah. Niggas want to be political when it's cool. What what the nigga uh, K-Dot said on Family Times, overnight politi- Over- politicians or whatever. Overnight I mean, activists. Overnight activists, yeah. Yeah. But uh, all I said is shout out to No Name because she really about this. But, um, <laughs> hey. One of the greatest diss songs of all time. She, it was one. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. That's one of them songs. I'm like, yo, I need five minutes. And the whole thing was, why are you talking to me? You know what's so funny? I think that's what started me saying, like, damn, J. Cole probably really tricked niggas. Because I kept playing that song over and over. I was like, she probably got a point. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you just sitting there, you're like, yo, other than this being a diss, this bitch is right. Right. She, she. <laughs> You stop, you laughing, and then you stop laughing. You're like, you know what? And she got the port across in one minute. minute. I'm like, nah, I need this to be two, three minutes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you could put this on a playlist, too. And then that album came out this year, and I was like, damn, maybe she was telling the truth. That album is trash, but that's another podcast for another day. Yeah, we'll do another music talk soon. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's time. I tried to play that album for the third time. It's time. It's time to anoint uh, UK rap as the true gangster rap now. Shout out to millions. Shout out to millions. When he started rapping with the with the Michael Jackson, <laughs> the, the, the Billy J- <laughs> I was crying laughing. <laughs> you gonna put that on the car? I'm putting that shit on. <laughs> that shit had me rolling. I was like, did he just switch up his flow? Like, nigga, y'all better not say nothing about K dot, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Millions the God. Good night, everybody.